Yo, welcome to Spectator Sport, and I'm Zach Roach, along with my partner, Mr. Adi Wally. We got a big show for y'all today. We talking the Bulls playoff preview. The Bulls are back in the playoffs, and to help us talk about the Bulls, we got my man Bird back in the building to help us dissect these Bulls playoffs. Make sure you go on YouTube, subscribe to that page, Spectator Sport, hit that bell, leave a comment. We do respond. You can also listen to this on Spotify. The Chicago Bulls. At the beginning of the season, we was like, oh, let's get it. Let's get it. We was all hyped up. We was fired up. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. And then injuries start happening. A lot of things start happening. Then the All-Star break came. The Bulls were first in the East. They was one game behind the Heat, weren't they? No, I think they had tied them, but the Heat had the, they still had the tiebreaker. Yeah, because they were supposed to coast. They was both 39-21 at the, at, at the All-Star break. Yeah, yeah. But... After the All-Star break, it just went downhill, Bird. What the hell happened to the Bulls after the All-Star break, Bird? Well, first of all, I'ma just, when we did that little preview before the season, I probably was like, oh, they gonna be in the top three, top five. And I, I stood on it, and fool's gold, I felt like in the first half of the season, like, I felt like Bird Stradamus is <laughs> But what happened second half of the season, man? It's hard to put my finger on it because they completely trans. They've changed, they and because they played well without Lonzo Ball for a little stretch, and we saw them play well without Lonzo Ball. So I could be like, oh, it's Lonzo Ball, even though I do think he's a big, big absence. But ultimately, man, they literally forgot how to play defense. Like the 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 defensive fall off. You know, I, I watched the. I was trying to watch the last, the last, like the last five, six games, man. I just watched teams eat them with a corner three, and I'm talking about wide open. I don't care. And it's just, I mean, multiple times throughout the game, like it's sickening. So, I don't know, man. I, don't, I know the defense disappearing, and I don't know if that's a question of coaching or not, man. So. Yeah, I, I saw something where the Bulls' defense ranked with Lonzo, they was ninth in the league. Okay. Without Lonzo, they're 29th. Oh, that's crazy. That's a big-time drop-off. because The biggest drop-off you got? Because you expect the Bulls were a smaller team, so I can understand if, like, the big guys was killing the Bulls. You know, you got to understand right. that the Bulls were, But if you look at these games, the guards have been going crazy. Every guard is having monster career nights on the Bulls. I know. What the hell happened to the Chicago Bulls after the All-Star break? Well, yeah, I'm, um, you know, I'm kind of agreeing with what Bird said. I'm not going all the way on the Lonzo Ball, the <clears> main <throat> reason why yep. the Bulls collapsed, totally collapsed after the All-Star break, all right? Because Lonzo Ball, he was out for the season in mid-January. Then a whole month and a half later, on February the 24th, the Bulls was only one game behind the Miami Heat. Because um, after they beat the Atlanta Hawks on February 24th, yep. the Bulls only one game behind the Miami Heat for the number one seed in the East. Now, so on February 24th, DeMar DeRozan broke Wilt Chamberlain's record, all right, with eight straight games of at least 30 points and 50% shooting from the field. An incredible record, by the way. Yeah, and and the Bulls were six and two in those games. Mm -hmm. Now, before that streak to break Wilt Chamberlain's record. DeMar DeRozan had 12 games of at least 30 points and 50% shooting from the field. The Bulls was 12-4 and four in those games, okay? And so, now guess how many 30 points and 50% shooting games DeMar DeRozan had after February 24th? Only two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you why. And, and so, now the thing is, 
Now, so, and DeMar DeRozan, before the All-Star break, the man, he was the only player, the first player since Larry Bird to have back-to-back game-winning shots to, and they had to, they needed that from him to beat non-playoff teams, the Washington Wizards yep. and the Indiana Pacers, okay? And so, uh, he was making extremely difficult shots. I was amazed by the shots he was making before the All-Star break. He was a strong MVP candidate, but as soon as he got out of Wilt Chamberlain mode, the, <laughs> there's only there's only one team in the East after February 24th to have a worse record than the Bulls. That's the Indiana Pacers. Ooh, ouch. Once DeMar DeRozan's hero ball went away, the Bulls went away. True. Yeah. So what? I, and you know what? The see, this is why I hear what y'all saying about Lonzo. He ain't the only thing. But I think once teams figured out that nobody else on the Bulls can shoot that good. Remember, Lonzo was shooting forty percent from three point range. Pure. Yeah, it was. He, so it was a lot of games. He hit five, six threes. So teams were just now when the um, the Rose they were just trapping them on and, top of that ball moving. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. And, and they was trapping. They trapping the Rosen. The Rosen is a ball hog. Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. He's been a very efficient ball hog this year, but he's a ball hog. But when he passes. Io not making the threes or won't shoot the ball. Um, green. He's pissing me off when he don't shoot. Yeah, Green. Another put wide open. And I won't love shoot green. the ball. And green can't shoot. And won't shoot the ball. Vooch, who is a three-point shooter, has been terrible from three-point land this year. So I just think with Lonzo being out and the combination of nobody else being able to make outside shots has really their teams really just figured the bulls out. They figured like there's nothing else they can do. And that's what happened and then on top of the injuries as well, too. I mean, we had injuries. Levine, knee, I don't even know if he's 100% still. Um, so, you, as you know, he took a little slide back down. He started to pick it up as, as the season um, come to an end. But I just I just think the Lonzo Ball injury, it, all, it, it made like it made Io start. Io, who's going to be a good point guard in this league, he is going to be good, mm-hmm. but he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. And you expected him to go out here. Yeah, shit to learn. He got, yeah, you expected him to go out here and guard John Morant and all these other big time quality guards. Eventually, it's going to be due. They're going to take advantage of him. John Morant, probably that boy's favorite player. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he went number 12, got his hair just like him. Right. <laughs> and so, but we used to him, you know, at the beginning of the season, he was coming off the bench, bringing energy. Now, you expected him to start. Right. Him and Kobe White and Caruso all coming off the bench. Now they expected bigger roles. It's different when you have a bigger role and now you're the focal point of the team. So I just think the injuries, the Lonzo ball, and Bird. We mentioned something off air real quick before we go to the next question. Does Billy Donovan have any culpability in this? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I was just, I was debating with one, one of my buddies. He was like, Donovan is terrible. I was like, no, Donovan is a good coach. But I'm looking at stuff, man. The, they certainly don't make no adjustments to that corner three. So that one thing I could definitely point at. But you know, it it's, it it looks it looks a little OKC ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where, you know, you got, you got I don't say scorers. that. <laughs> you got some scores, but it's like the def, the, the, the defensive. Uh, strategy ain't really up on nothing, so it's like you just try to outscore these boys, or else, you know. So I, I like Billy. I don't wanna, I wanna, you know, kick Billy. You know what I'm saying? Kick Billy Donovan, but it's got. I think it's something there because it is a, some similarities to, you know, the the, the spurts of being good and then being terrible. How OKC had, was, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So. No, nah, that's that's fair. Um, so no, I'm just no, hold on. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
I think Billy Donovan, he's very charismatic. When you hear him speak, he's, he's very charismatic, you know, really good in front of the camera. <laughs> he's Fantastic. still eating off the Durant, Westbrook, Serge Ibaka stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Doc Rivers still eating off the right. Ray Allen, right, right. you know, KG and Rondo. And but he did, before you go any further though, he did take, when Chris Paul came to the Thunder, he was, he got them, he was the coach of that team that went to the playoffs. They, well, now, you just said the key word, Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I get it, but Chris I'm just Paul saying. Take, he, look what teams, when Chris Paul goes to a team, what happens? They get better. Okay, so, so now, and one thing that makes a coach great uh, is a, to get the next man up mode going, okay? okay. To get your, your role players to step up. Like, look at Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. They missed 25 games each. Yep. Number one in the East. Eric Spokesman, right? Philadelphia didn't have a starting point guard until February 24th. They started point guard. Ben Simmons didn't play. They got um, my man James Harden, February 25th. At that point in time, they was the third seed in the East, okay? Yep. CP3 was out for a month and a half in the set after the All-Star break. John Morant missed over a dozen games this year. Right. Look at the Grizzlies, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Those players stepped up. Those coaches stepped up, you know what I'm saying? It's not always going to be sweet. Then another thing about the Lonzo Ball thing, I can't really hang my hat on this Lonzo Ball. When he comes back, everything is great. The man never played more than 63 games fair. in the season. That's fair. The guy fair is injury prone. That's so fair. we can't be sitting here like, oh, Lonzo Ball, when he come back, blah, 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 man, he hasn't been healthy in his whole career. So guys like Io, Caruso, Kobe, White, these guys got to step up. You know, okay, you can't just hang your head on this. No, Lonzo you're right. Thing. You're right. You're right. Because Lonzo, Lonzo I'm just talking about when I say Lonzo, how the team played with Lonzo versus how they played without him. But with that being said, with that being said, I just think um, it just, they don't have, the players may not have, they don't have the players off the bench that have the ability, maybe. Maybe the talent level is not what we think it is with the players that's off the bench. Green won't shoot the ball. I know he's starting power forward. He's 6'3". He's that six, small ball stuff don't work. Yeah. I don't know why they do the small yeah. ball He's stuff. He's 6'3". Pat Williams was out for the season. He got 35 last night. Well, shout out to Pat Williams. We need that aggressiveness in a big time way. Yeah, let's see if we can get on the consistent. And look, and let's, so the Bulls slumped after the All-Star break. Unfortunately, because they slumped so much, they were so terrible after the All-Star break, they made the playoffs. Shout out to the Bulls. They haven't made the playoffs in a minute. Right, which is still yeah. an accomplishment. Which, which is still they an got our hopes up high yeah. by being so good early. Yeah, they, they got us fired up, and then we came back down. They We was humbled. All the Chicago Bulls fans have so been yeah. humbled. There's no doubt about it. So, but they now they have to play the reigning champions, the mm -hmm. Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, the baddest dude in the league probably right now, Drew Holiday, locking up your favorite point guard every night. Middleton, give you 35-40 in game seven of the playoffs. Defensively, they've been on the road. This team is a well-oiled machine. Now it's playoff time. Adi, is there any chance, do the Bulls have any chance to pull off the shocking upset against the Milwaukee Bucks? Man. <laughs> so, I see the Bulls can't stop the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Maybe St. Peter's. They probably could stop St. Peter's. Yeah. <laughs> now, whenever the Bulls call the turnover or get a defensive rebound, I'm in a state of shock. I cannot <laughs> believe it. We got to stop. You know what I'm saying? So, the Bulls are going to have the average like 120 points a game. Yep. Uh, Kobe White is going to have the reminders of Ben Gordon coming off the bench. Mm. Zach Levine is a free agent this offseason. He needs to show the Bulls management like, hey, look. 
Look what I did in the playoffs. Look how I played. That's how you. That's how you make the, the, the super contract. No problem. Yeah. yeah, he needs to have a great series against the Milwaukee Bucks. Nikola Vucevic, can you get back to how you played with the Orlando Magic? That would be great. You know what I'm saying? Look, give him some more touches in the post. And DeMar DeRozan, he's going to get back into Wilt Chamberlain mode. Mm. That's the only hope we get to beating this team. Man. And then, you know, like you said, Patrick Williams scored 35 points against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hopefully he can get some more touches. Hopefully he can be, oh, that's why we drafted him at number four in the 2020 draft. Wow, that's why we took him so high. So we're going to need all these guys to be clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, everybody, I mean, every shot's got to go in. Every shot. So, Bird, look, we got the Bulls have the reigning champions, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis and company. We got to go to Milwaukee, um, old Midwest rival, Milwaukee and Chicago. Do the Bulls have any chance to pull off the shocking upset against the Milwaukee Bucks? Man, the chance that they have, I think, realistically, is if Jordan, Rodman, and Derrick Rose <laughs> suit up <All> right. <laughs> on some other Marvel multiverse shit. Right. Because, no, it's no. I, we may squeak a game, I, but the way they've been looking, I, we might be. <laughs> Might be a sweep happening, man. So, mm. no. I, I, if, it ain't, if, if they can't get Jordan D. Rose and Rodman in uniform, they don't stand a damn chance in hell. They have as much chance as an ice cream cone in here. <laughs> damn. And let me ask both of y'all questions. So, we know how this coaching carousel goes in the NBA. Now, Billy Donovan, we all like Billy Donovan, but we all acknowledge that some ain't right with Billy Donovan. If the Bulls go out um, and get swept, and they get swept, Really bad. Not, it's not. It's one thing to get swept, and you, you kept all the games close. But Milwaukee's just a better team, and they found a way to win down the stretch. Mm -hmm. But if you're losing, how they've been losing at the end of this, um, the second half of the season by 20 points every game going into the halftime, is it possible that the Bulls might look to upgrade the coach, or is that too far? I think the Bulls should look at like assistant coaches from the Grizzlies. Look at assistant coaches on the Miami Heat staff. If they do get swept like that, you know what I'm saying? They, look at teams that overcame injuries and, and sustained like defense and toughness and things like that. Because, like I said, the Bulls, only one team had a worse record than the Bulls after February the 24th, okay? And that's the Indiana Pacers. The Bulls are have been horrible. The only reason, in my opinion, the only reason why the Bulls was that great in the first half of the season because DeMar DeRozan was playing like Will Chamberlain. Okay, so that that's why. I mean, that was the big thing. No one saw DeRozan come to the Bulls being the best player on the Bulls team, let alone the MVP candidate, an all, all NBA guy. Nobody he was forgotten over there in San Antonio. He was. He came over here and, and like everybody was in awe of what he was doing, and and that's why the Bulls was winning. And then once he cooled off, Billy Donovan couldn't. He couldn't make an adjustment. So you got and yo. With your fourth best player get hurt now you can't win a game now you a lottery team man like what if what if the Bulls get swept by the Bucks and then next season they they play like they did in the second half of this season you know what I'm saying Fair. I would I would definitely I think they need to be, make a, if they get swept and they getting their asses kicked all the time they gonna have to seriously look at other coaches and, and consider firing Billy Donovan that happens all the time in NBA sometimes you just like look this we need to get somebody else like it happened David Black was fired by the Cleveland Cavaliers and they were 41 and 11. They were number one in the East and the Cavs was like, no, we got to get rid of this guy. We need to get somebody else in because they probably foreshadowed how it would be him in the playoffs. Bird, is it possible 
like if the Bulls get their ass whooped this whole series, like they've been getting their ass whooped all second half of the season, that they might look to upgrade the culture. I think you gotta consider it. I mean, yeah. now I mean it's 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 a fragile situation because I don't you know who I don't know who's out there that's a standout replacement, so right. to speak. Right. You know, because if you look at the NBA, you know the records are pretty much you know teams is two or three games. You know, um, separated from from being a, a six spot to a, you know, what I'm saying a, what. So, at the, so his coaching is not that inferior to what most of the coaching you see in the league. What what you see in the league is the, the better teams having better records at the yeah. end of the day. But yeah, but if they do get dominated like that, you it's, it has to come. It has to be some kind of accountability. Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, it's on the players. The players got to play, but you when you've made no adjustments, and it's not like we don't have talent. I mean, I mean, all year I was saying, well, I love the Bulls roster. I don't want them to trade nobody because they were successful. So, you know, I, I ain't gonna say they're not talented because they hit a wall. But that's the problem. They had so many young players yeah. as well. But you know, we talked about this that first time we talked before the season. Uh, they, that, that guard in flux. They had too many guards. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't even. I can't even name a small forward on the team outside of uh, outside of DeRozan. Yeah. And he had two really. But who who was who was our who was our other small forward? I mean, Derrick Jones. Derrick Jones Jr. I I can see Troy Brown. What was Derrick Jones? Troy Brown. Troy Brown Jr. He's like an athletic four to me. Oh, Troy. Derrick Jones. He's skinny is, is yeah, a two pitch. But he do they do, but the Bulls use him as a power forward most of the time. I guess when, when I when I think of a three, I certainly think that what separates a three from a four is that ball handling ability. That 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 you know what I'm saying? Like Derrick Jones, you, he needs to get the ball in certain spots. Pat Williams is a Pat Williams Pat Williams is a small forward. That's small why forward. I was shocked they brought in DeRozan. Yeah. Because they, they he was drafted to be the small forward, then they moved him to power forward. So yeah, Pat was a small forward. The Bulls, so yeah, we, we. I mean, if they get dominated, I don't know. You have to. You got to look at everything. Of course, the Bulls. The Bulls are missing some components to that team to really to get them over the hump. But you really have to look at that. So, with that being said, it looks like none of us is giving the Bulls a chance in hell to win this series. Bird, do the Bulls win a game in this series, or what? Or is it going to be four sweep? Man, I hope for the the fan base sake. Um, that they get at least one game. I mean, I, <laughs> I, but it's hard to say they're gonna get a game based off of what they've been showing recently on the court, like the last twenty games, and, and, and you know, it's like I can't see them hitting no switch. Right? How you know them? You know how the Bucks coming? Yeah. So they finna hit a switch. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks yeah. finna hit another switch. You think they? They gonna, they gonna get the switch like a, like, a, like the old country like grandparents like they'll give me a switch off that tree. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they'll whoop the bull's ass with it. Man. That's, so, yeah, they're going to hit a switch. All right. So, yeah, uh, one game max, man. I can't, so, I can't you, so you going 4 1? Is that what it is? 4 1 bucks? you going to get the bulls one game? Yeah, man. Just, just, Ooh, he gave him a game. No, 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 no. Look, but it's a, it's a, no, no. He gave him a game. It's certainly an asterisk to that. <laughs> Only as an optimistic as a okay. bulls fan, I think they're going to get swept. 
Okay. But so, so that's the real. Okay. Your heart, man, fist, my your heart is like they, they can get at least one game for us. But your brain is getting like, that shit swept up. Yeah. Yeah. I, is there any chance the Bulls? Or, or could the Bulls pull off the? Could they win? You got to win the series. Well, look, the Bulls are the third worst team in the NBA in rebounds per game. We yep. need to address that this offseason. Yep. Um, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the third best team in the NBA in rebounds per game. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's going to get ugly. So, do y'all know the last time the Bulls got swept in the playoffs? You know when it was? It was 35 years ago. 1987 playoffs. Against the Celtics, right? Larry Bird. Yep. 32 points. Jordan versus Bird. Larry Bird had 32 points. Swept the Bulls. Is it going to happen again? You know, even though we expect a sweep, it still would be extremely disappointing to get swept. You know, it would. It would I mean, just think about how we was yeah. <laughs> at the All Star game in Cleveland. Like, yeah. wow, this team. And then for us to get swept, it still would be a huge disappointment. I'm going to say they're going to win one game. Ooh. One game. They're going to win one game. 4 1 bucks. Well, you know, like the Bulls, listen, this, the Bulls need to look at this like as a new season. The first half was one season. The second half was another season, right. and now this is their third season. Right. They got a fresh start. You know, it's, it don't matter now. There's nothing they can do about what happened in the second half of the season. And maybe Milwaukee's overlooking the Bulls. Maybe Milwaukee's like, oh, this is going to be an easy victory. You that. know? And so with that being said, I think the Bulls are actually going to get swept. They're going to get their ass kicked. It's going to be an awful series to watch. We're going to be terrible and miserable as Bulls fans. But I got to give Bulls credit. I'm not going. I'm not. We're not trying to pile on the Bulls because because this is still a good season. This is a, a successful yeah. season for the Bulls. Exactly. From not making so the Donovan, playoffs, I don't think Donovan going nowhere for that. Reason. For that reason alone, they're going to definitely give another chance. Y'all, it's going to be super negative. Y'all being like positive right now, but once the Bulls. Get swept, and in two weeks from now, and we see the Bulls <laughs> get swept, and they lost by average margin of victory of twenty points a game. Yeah, no, you're right. This nah. positivity is not going to be there. Nah, it's Billy, not. the people going to be asked for Billy Donovan to get fired. They're going to be asked for trade. like, we need trade Booch. Yeah, I did see one intriguing, uh, I guess, idea because if we were going to lose Levine, I, I would. I would like it to be for a player like Bradley Bill if it was really gonna lose Levine. If you getting Bradley back then, okay, we can do that. Yeah, it's gotta be an upgrade. But uh, yeah. it, it can't, I mean, it can't just be for just another two or, you yeah. know, because Levine is one of them guys at this point, you know, offensively certainly. Like, you know, he, once he clicking, it's. Then he averaging 26, 20, 25, 26 a night. Uh, so, so that's the only trying. player right now that I can see, like, Outside of, uh, you know, and I don't see no bigs that's available that, you know, I'm saying we can get. But so, yeah, that's the only player that I would see us that I would replace him with, other than that, man. Yeah, well, I, I'm just telling you, man, the Bulls get swept, it's going to be real negative. No, it, it, definitely, it definitely will because. No matter if people thought you were going to be here or not, no matter if it was expected or not expected, once you get off to a start like that, the expectations rise. Especially in Chicago. Yeah. And then think about think about the White Sox. They lost to the Houston Astros in the playoffs. They didn't get swept. They won one game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it wasn't that devastating. You know what I mean? So we, we just asked you to win a game. That's all, man. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's all an improvement. I mean, this, like you said, the season was a success as far as getting to the next level, being good, being competitive, being a playoff team. 
Now you have to be competitive in the playoffs. Like if they all playing the defending champs, so we just need y'all to be competitive. I need to see the fight. I don't need because the Bulls when they get in the fight, they don't fight back. It seems like, and I, and that comes from coaching too because that that tough. Well, may, I don't know. They, maybe they just don't have players in their DNA. Maybe that's why they got Tristan Thompson, who's who's not really that, that good. He's not. He's, he's really, the fakest tough guy yeah. in the family. So. We, I don't know, the Bulls, look, they, well, once again, they had a successful season, but if you're right, Adi, if they go out here and get demolished, if they can get swept and play all the games competitive, I think that'll be better. I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. If they get swept, it's going to be negative. It's going to be negative anyway. It's already negative now. It's, you see, you hear us up here, yeah. but uh, <laughs> we'll right. see. We'll see, man. So maybe the Bulls are shocked, and maybe the Bulls... Well, upset of the, hey, put your money on the Bulls to beat the Bucks. Maybe that'll happen. You put $100 on the Bulls and they beat the Bucks and you probably win like $10,000. Man, right. so, man, so maybe the Bulls can pull off the shot. Maybe they've been resting. I wouldn't do it. If you, if, you, if, you, if you can't spend that 100 I would not put that 100 on the Bulls to beat the Bucks. Hey, you better buy some groceries with this. Hey, maybe the Bulls, maybe the Bulls, maybe the Bulls have a switch. Maybe they've been saving something. Maybe they waiting for this moment right now. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they sick. Yeah, maybe they saving somebody. Maybe somebody just gonna either something's gonna happen. All of a sudden, players is gonna be knocking threes down. They're gonna actually play defense. I don't think it's gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> hey, y'all been watching Spectator Sport, and I'm Zach Rosenthal with my partner, Mr. Adi Wiley. I want to thank my man Bird for coming helping us out with this Bulls playoff preview. Make sure you go on YouTube, subscribe to that Spectator Sporting page. Also, listen on Spotify. Until then, we out. Peace. Bulls on some bullshit. Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Win the game. Win a game, please. One game. <laughs> Just one game. All I need is one game. <laughs>